morning. Welcome to the Davis United Methodist Church. My name is Kelly Love and I'm the pastor here and I'm glad to welcome you to this time of worship as we celebrate music particularly and a happy Father's Day to those of you fathers among us. Thank you for being here. If you are new or visiting this morning, I hope you'll feel included in the invitations to things going on in the church and feel warmly welcomed in your time with us. This morning we have a wonderful and carefully prepared celebration of music. Uh, having been through it in the early service, I can tell you how delighted I am by how outstanding it is. And so today our focus in worship is not on the events of our world this week, but we do not forget the sins of violence and racism. We hold these things in our heart, especially in light of the shootings at the church in Charleston this week. And we will continue to explore the response our faith calls us to in the coming weeks as well. We do have a few announcements this morning, and because it relates to the events of this week, I'll ask Susan to come first. Good morning. My name's Susan Paget, and I'm on the Church and Society Ministry. And as we pray today for the people who were murdered in uh, South Carolina and the congregation of Emmanuel AME Church. If you would like to express your prayers and support in writing, uh, we have note cards across the way by the Fellowship Hall, and you could write your uh, prayers and show our support to the congregation. Um, I'll, ma I'll mail those as a, as a gift from our church to their church um, together. Um, so please take a moment to just send your prayers in writing. Um, also, if you're interested, the uh, Global Board of Church and Society is sponsoring a phone call, a conference call tomorrow for churches and anyone who's interested to phone in where there will be a discussion on where to go from here to take action to fight racial violence and gun violence in our country. So. Um, if you're interested, there's also information at that table about the call. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. And from Emma. Good morning. Um, my name is Emma Finkling, and this year I'm coordinating our vacation Bible camp, which starts tomorrow. Um, the theme this year is cooking through the Bible, and it's really about giving kids like a hands-on connection to Scripture. And so children ages 4 to 12 are encouraged to sign up and like tell your family friends. Of course, sign up your children, your grandchildren. You're all welcome, and it's never too late to register. So we hope to see you guys all tomorrow morning. Thank you. Thank you, Emma. Um, as many of you know, our church currently has two job openings in the areas of children and youth ministry. The job information is posted on our website and um, on our Facebook page, as well as in typical places to post job announcements. So I would love to have you all help spread the word through your networks of friends and acquaintances. And if you would uh, look up that information and link it and send it out to share the, the news, I would be grateful for that. Um, this evening is our third in our June film series related to lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender issues in the church. It's part of our Pride Month film series. So at 7 o'clock here in this sanctuary, we'll be showing the film 
Fish Out of Water. This is a documentary. Um, the film's director was a sorority member at Vanderbilt University and then came out as a lesbian in her senior year in college and from there uh, entered into an exploration of what scripture and religious leaders say about the Bible and homosexuality and religion and homosexuality. And this film is a documentary that follows her journey and her learning and exploration. So hope to see you here at seven this evening. And then a week from this evening, we're showing the film Bullied, which really is helpful to help us all understand the toll that bullying takes and help us equip us to create safe environments. It tells the story particularly of some teens who have been bullied for being gay or lesbian and then, um, and then goes from there. So I hope that we might see you next week for our film as well. I hope you all will stay after the worship service ends. We have coffee and refreshments and a chance to continue being together in the fellowship hall across the courtyard in the other building there. In a few moments, we will continue worship by singing this hymn of praising God in musical ways. But before we do that, would you take some time to greet each other? in our call to worship as our choir calls us to worship.
Good morning. Our scripture today is from Psalms 98, verses 1 through 7. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gotten him victory. The Lord has made known his victory. He has revealed his vindication in the sight of nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who live it. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As our children are coming forward, our ushers will be passing out our sign-in pads. And if you would take a minute to sign in, it's so helpful to us as we get to know how to be in touch with new folks and notice when folks are missing. So, um, so thank you for that. And would the children come join me up front, please? thinking about how important it is for you all to know God and to love God and have ways you can learn about God. And that means that the people who help teach you about God are very, very important. And some of those people are our Sunday school teachers here at the church, our godly play storytellers and our godly play door people. So we want to say a special thank you to them today. I know that sometimes Sunday school can be a highlight of your week, and certainly our uh, godly play ministry with you all is a highlight of this church's ministry, so we have highlighters for our Sunday school teachers, and what I'd like you to do is help me pass them out. So Anne has the highlighters, and you can get one from her in just a second, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the names of our Gazi play storytellers and door people who we want to say thank you to. And when you hear your name read, if you would please stand up, and then our kids will be able to find you to bring you a highlighter as a thank you. Alice Harvey. Yes, please stand up. Dory Marshall. Jennifer Charles Tollerup. I know I saw Jennifer here. Um, John Udy. Kristen Stone King, Kristen Stone King, Christine Wise, Laura Benham, Brittany Kammerer, Brian Williams and Sarah Williams, Bria Stevens, Beth Hall, Carolyn Chantry, Katherine Jones. Debbie Williams, and Mitch Finkling, and Ann Dillner. 
Now, did you all man? Did did we manage to deliver a highlighter to everybody who was here who stood up? Did, Debbie didn't get one. It's tricky when you're here in the crowd. Well, so thank you all for delivering our highlighters and for helping us say thank you to our Sunday school teachers and thank you for the time that you spend to come to Sunday school and be in church here. And I hope that. Your relationship with God, especially, is always a highlight of your life. All right, let's say a prayer before you all continue your worship in our Sunday school classroom. Dear God, thank you for loving us and giving us so many ways to know you. Thank you for blessing people with the gifts to teach about you, especially with our children. Help us remember to be grateful and thankful and help our children grow in faith. Amen.
how can I keep from singing? I can't. <laughs> I want to sing some more. <laughs> I love to sing. I love hymns. I love songs. I love garden songs and tomato songs and silly songs. And I just love to sing. I started in junior high when we had a, uh, the church I went to, we had a middle uh, junior choir. And then in high school, I sang in um, choir with the high school. Um, and then I didn't sing. Actually, I didn't go to church much from high school to children. And then I went to, um, we were living in Portland, and I went to my first Methodist church. And what an awesome, awesome day that was because I could feel the love in that church. So I joined the church, and I joined the choir, and I got back to singing. And I just, I love singing. Um, it's... Um, <clears throat> Then I was there for 10 years, came back here to Davis, and jumped in again and started singing. And thoroughly enjoy it. It just it speaks to me. The words speak to me. It brings me closer to God. It fills me. And um, I can't always put it into words, but it sticks in the mouth, and I sing a lot. <laughs> then when I, I got to um, retirement, I thought, hmm, I think I'm taking everything off my plate. I had too much on it, and that included choir. So for a few years, I didn't sing. And it was kind of nice not having that commitment, you know, twice a week. But anyway, but then I heard Ashley with the choir, and I heard Mr. B, and I went, oh, my ears are ringing again. I think I need to get back into it. So I have come back into it, um, and I've changed my garden schedule so that I can don't have to garden on Thursday nights. I can come back in and sing. And it's just, it's, um, it's just the music that speaks to my soul and tells me who I am. Um, and it's often, I, you know, I look at the words and we're reading and we get it all down. And then I sing them and all of a sudden it just hits me. Wow, this really has much deeper meaning than I ever thought it would. So... Um, it's of, um, and it's great to be here with this choir. This is an awesome choir. These are all my good friends. We support each other. We pray for each other, and we just have a, a wonderful time. And um, I just feel honored to be a part of this this ministry. So thank you, and we're going to sing some more too.
Good morning on this beautiful Father's Day. My name is Marcus Clark. Is your faith nurtured by music? Does that nurturing comfort or sometimes cause you to ask questions about your faith? President Lincoln reportedly had conversations with others about his relationship with God. He is quoted as having said, My concern is not whether God is on our side. My greatest concern is whether I am on God's side. It is quite true that hymns, requiems, and instrumental music have been inspired by Scripture and the faithful lives of many who have come before us. For me, the music of Charles Wesley Natalie Sleeth and the Strathdees deeply touch my heart. Other musical experiences comfort me in my faith. For example, when I sing, How Great Thou Art, I feel cool and refreshed as I sing when I look down from mighty mountain grandeur. So is it also true? that some music challenges our faith journey, I believe that music has pushed me uncomfortably to come to a new understanding of my faith. In singing the prayer of St. Francis, I feel called to bring hope, light, and joy to those in despair and to put others first, where consolation, understanding, and love is needed. Sometimes, when I hear Ashley play a prelude or a postlude, or the congregation, you the congregation, joins in the choir, tears come to my eyes in these moments. I think about those whom I need to forgive, especially immediate family members from whom I am estranged. 
Most recently, the children's choir sang. They sang, They will know we are Christians by our love. Their enthusiasm, especially Evans, and there are the Wise family over there. By the way, the, the tenors were so impressed by his singing that we would like to have him join us and sing the descant. Isn't that right, guys? Who among us is not uplifted by somebody like Evan? Surely our souls were touched and our faith renewed. Thank you for listening, and Godspeed to all of you. People get ready, there's a train a-coming. Don't need no baggage, you just get on board. All you need is faith to hear God Diesel's humming. Don't need no ticket, you just thank the Lord. So people get ready, there's a train to Jordan Picking up passengers, coast to coast Faith is the key, open the doors and boredom There's hope for all among those loved the most People get ready, there's a train a-coming. Don't need no baggage, you just get on board. All you need is faith to hear God's diesel's coming. Don't need no ticket, you just thank the Lord. There ain't no room for the hopeless sinner Who would hurt humankind just to save his own Have pity on those whose chances grow thinner For there's no hiding place against the kingdom's throne So people get ready, there's a train a-coming Don't need no baggage, you just get on board all you need is faith to hear God's diesels humming. Don't need no ticket, you just thank the Lord. All you need is faith to hear God's diesels humming. You don't need no ticket, you just thank the Lord. I'm going to tell you folks a ghost story. 
there was a church, and the pastor's name was John. John really liked his church, but his pride and joy was the youth choir. He chose all their music himself, and he rehearsed them, and he conducted them in the first service every Sunday. One evening at rehearsal, the kids had just finished stumbling their way through an unfamiliar hymn, and he suddenly had this feeling that someone was watching him. And he looked around, he looked out in the hall, and there was the ghost girl. At least that's what he called her in his mind. She belonged to one of the families in the church, and he'd see her trailing along behind him, them as they, as they came and went. Her hair was long, parted down the middle, and she was always had her eyes fixed on the floor. She never looked up. And so her hair hung like a curtain in front of her face, and he never saw it. He tried several times to connect with her, you know, invite her to MYF or to come to Sunday school. But every time he stepped towards her, somehow she read his intention, and she'd scuttle away, and she'd disappear like a ghost. And now here she stood, looking at him, staring at him, the way that a dog that's hungry stares at a person who's eating a sandwich. This was his chance. And he waved her into the room, led her to a chair at the end of the row. He opened a hymnal, laid it in her lap, and he went back to his podium. He said, okay, kids, let's start again. And as he conducted them, he listened, and he waited. And then there it was, a new voice blossomed from the end of the row. And he looked over at this girl who never looked up and never said a word. And now she was looking at him. But that hungry dog look was gone from her eyes. And instead, her eyes were shining. The way that a child's eyes shine when you put something precious and beautiful into their hands. Now, I really, really wish that I could tell you that I remember being led into that choir room. I don't. I don't remember that hymnal being put in my lap. I do remember being horribly withdrawn. And I remember hiding behind my hair. I try to keep it out of my eyes now, so I'm not tempted to do that. The Reverend John Swearingen told me that story when he came to my baccalaureate service when I graduated from high school. He'd come just to see me. And he told me, Joyce, you are called to sing. That is your calling. Don't ever fail to answer it. And I told him that God had opened a path for me through his youth choir to find my way out of a very dark and fearful childhood. And he had been my lantern to guide me. And I think we were both equally delighted to hear what the other had to say.
When God pours the Holy Spirit out into the landscape of your life, where does it flow? What rocks does it trickle its way between? What trees grow up along the stream bed? In my case, it was a forest of musical notes. And in that forest, happily singing, there's a woman who used to be a ghost.
I'm Dory Marshall, and I'm your worship leader this morning. And I'm one of the people who, like many of you, find solace and companionship with the congregation and communion with our Lord through the music that is provided by our choir, our musicians. And um, it's nice to remember that as often as not, Jesus said, let those who have ears hear. And we are blessed to have our ears. Our unison prayer is not in the bulletin this morning, but you can find it on the screen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Gracious God, as we lose ourselves in song, may we lose and find ourselves in you. As we become centered in song, may we become centered in you. As many voices become one in song, may we find our true unity and consummation in you. O Source and Word and Holy Spirit, Amen. We continue in prayer, taking this time to lift up to God the celebrations and concerns of our community and world. We include all your prayer requests whenever you write them in the binder on the table in the entryway. Let us pray. God of all creation, we trust in your care for creation from the very smallest to the greatest. So we lay all things before you in prayer. We pray for our world, for justice, for understanding, and for peace. O oh God of all peoples, our hearts are heavy at the violent loss of life at the African Methodist Episcopal Church in Charleston this week. We lift up those who have died to you by name. Cynthia Hurd, Susie Jackson, Ethel Lance, Reverend DePayne Middleton Doctor, the Honorable Reverend Clementa Pinckney, Taiwanza Sanders, Reverend Daniel Simmons, Sr., Reverend Sharonda Singleton, and Myra Thompson. Our hearts are broken at the sin of racism in our society, O oh God. Make us agents of change that we might change racist hearts and minds, that we might support and strengthen communities of color, that we might grieve but also act. Show us the way we pray to transform our world according to your vision of love and justice and equality. Father, Mother God, our community hurts. 
We pray today for all those who battle depression. We pray for those with serious physical problems and illnesses. We pray for a friend diagnosed with lung cancer. We pray for all those who need healing or hope. And we ask your comfort for all those who mourn, for all those who lost loved ones in the shooting at the church in Charleston, for those who died in the balcony collapse in Berkeley this week, and for those who grieve their deaths. On this Father's Day, we remember fathers we have lost, and we pray for fathers who have lost a child. On the other hand, God, we notice all blessings, and we gratefully receive your good news, Holy One. For all our blessings, we give you thanks and praise. We give thanks for weddings. We give thanks for those who make music in our church. We give thanks that after a sad week, we can gather together even to give thanks through, the, through our song. And on this Father's Day, we give thanks with joy for the men who have nurtured our lives. We thank our fathers. We thank you for them. And we thank you for the men who have cared for us like a father. We thank you for music, this precious gift that stirs our hearts and lifts our spirits. And God, you're the God of small and large-scale actions, God of kingdom wisdom and vision. We thank you for your presence at the very center of our lives. Help us feel your presence now as we continue our prayer in silence. Gracious and loving God, to you we entrust all our prayers, both spoken and unspoken, as we join in the prayer you taught. Our Creator, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you. When misunderstanding or conflict create separation between people, Christ calls us to the work of reconciliation. Every week we carry out this simple symbolic action, reminding us of our call to be peacemakers. So let us do this right now. 
I invite you to offer the peace of Christ to those seated around you. glorify God through music. So let's do this now as we sing. have so many gifts given to us by God, and we are called to use all our gifts in the service of God's vision for our world, God's kingdom. At this time, we offer tangible gifts, and we symbolically remember the diverse ways we give at all times. Let us give joyfully.
as God, all that we have and all that we are come to us as gifts from you, and we are grateful. In gratitude, we too are moved to give. Bless every gift we offer, that our gifts might be a part of your own work. Amen. We're going to sing when the Spirit says sing, so let's do it. sends us forth. in peace.